Log Talk Radio. You know that I got it anytime you desire. Hustle always ain't stopping. We live with that ending fire. Fire. Get it straight to that point, no chaser. No false facts and no faker. Cast her on your way. Uh, that entertainment loser. That exuding inspiration. Put it all to the side. To the west. To everyone in this nation. Never be good at celebration. With a girl in motion and an RP4. Switching the keyboard. We'll no sleep. Giving the game on all we know. So, would you please? Yeah, 
Tim Paytel. What's up, girl? Yeah. yeah. How you been? Man, man I've been, man. I've been, oh, man, I've been. I've been so busy. I'm so tired. You know, yeah, um, so getting, ready, getting ready for 2019 on the real. Getting ready for 2019. Yeah, can I cross yeah, the Didn't we have a wedding date? Didn't we have a wedding date in, like, 2019? We got a, we, we got a wedding date every January the 15th. I don't care what year it is. We got a wedding date. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'd just be waiting on you at the altar, and, you know. I'm just there, standing, standing, waiting. Up, I, I feel like uh, I feel like Charlie Hopper. You know what I'm saying? Charlie Hopper and Rose. You know how Charlie Hopper and Rose do it, right? Right. Nah, that, you know you're like 20 years older than me. I don't know who the hell that is. Yeah, two and a half men. Two and a half men, man. You can't, man. You can't. Oh, cannot fade yeah, the sheen. Yeah. You cannot fade yeah. the sheen. So anyway, I've been binging on some some Charlie Sheen on uh. Two and a half minutes, so that's why I'm like all up in that with that Rose and Sheen thing. You know, I just saw an episode where, where you know, he didn't believe she was leaving. You know how she be setting shit up like, like she leaving. She don't, you know. Anyway, I just saw one of the episodes. It reminded me of you because I've been standing at the altar two, three, four times, waiting on you and shit. And I'm like, damn, she just stood me up again. I don't know where, I don't know where I'm gonna falling for this. Anyway, yeah, um, you got a live audience too, man. You be having it going on here lately. So when you come to Texas, why you just put me out there like that? I'm just saying when you come to Texas, you got a lot of things we can do when you get here. It's a lot of work for you, but it's like stuff you got to be here to do. It's a lot of work for you to do. It's a lot of work. I got some work for you to do. I ain't trying to offend nobody either. So y'all get your minds out the gut. I'm my work, work like the hybrid queen work. I got stuff like that for you to do. A lot oh, of nah. it. A lot I'm not going of back it. In the studio. Nah, I'm not going back in. The, you know what? I had Zakaya on. Last was it last week or week before? Mm-hmm. No, it was last week. I had mm-hmm. the tire on. What's up, Z? My mother was like, yeah, oh, up, yeah I'm not going back in the studio. Do you remember when we first met her? She was like 14 years old. Yeah, or like, she was like a baby. Yeah. Now she all grown and yeah, she, she, uh, she done blossomed. Yeah, how yeah, you doing, Z? And, and moms, uh, how you doing, moms? How you doing? Yeah. Speaking of which, yeah. speaking of which, how you doing? Yeah, I, I, um, I think I caught a little bit of that show with uh, Zakaya on and. Her and uh, her, her and uh, uh, N three, they real tight, right? Right. Huh? Yeah. Right. Yeah, they real yeah. tight. I see they be, yeah, they be going back and forth. So yeah. that's cool. They're in the same. That's they're cool. both seniors, but just yeah. a year apart. So as yeah, we just sit here and cool. top it up, you know, I don't want to leave my guests over there. Like, what is going on? But, oh, I'm you know, too sorry. You all who listen. Uh, for you all who listen to yes. the show, I talk about him. Shut up. I talk about him on a regular basis. You know, mm-hmm. I throw um, some nuggets out there for you, and I always mention my mentor. Well, this is who this is tonight. This is my mentor. This is Franz the Hybrid One, um, CEO of Metal to Music Records, SMG, ABC, DIK, <laughs> and a whole lot of other stuff behind that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, Let's Covenant. Don't forget Let's Covenant, man. We're doing the Let's Covenant thing oh, real yeah, big yeah. here in 2019. We got yeah. that new we got that new Warner Brothers uh deal that we just put together, distribution deal. That's it's gonna be uh metal and music, Let's Covenant, so all of that. But anyway, I'm sorry, guess my bad. You know, me and the kid get together, it's just like you know, it's like a reunion. So you gotta warn me. You gotta tell me it ain't just me and you. You know, it ain't you just know, me and I you mean, tonight. We got we got guests, so Remember, it's, it's entertainment, so it's never just been me and you, yeah. remember? Yeah. 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 So, All I mean, that. normally, you know, Rich and I just chop it up like the first 10 minutes, and we mm-hmm. don't get too much, you know, into what's going on in the celebrity and, and entertainment and hip-hop world because 
We talk mm. about that on our Saturday show. But we miss oh, our Saturday show because, okay. you know, Rich always is like, so what's going on in your world? So you got to say that. Say that. Say what's going on in your world. What's going on in your world? All right. So let me tell y'all. So y'all know for like the past two months we've been dealing with band, right? Band is officially over. You know, we had an awesome season. But you also know that my mother flew out to Nicaragua on last Saturday or the Saturday before last, or 26th or 7th, mm-hmm. she flew out, right? So mm-hmm. when she got ready to fly back in, like her rental car got messed up. So, <laughs> so who had to go drive three hours to pick her up? For me, mm. you know? Like, yeah, it was like very last minute. Like they were in Miami and I was like, Mom, your rental car shit got me- it's, it's messed up and there's no cars at the airport and she's like so what am I supposed mm-hmm. to do and I was like you what know what I got you don't mm-hmm. even worry I got you I got you so my mom is back she got back safely she got a ton of hey, stories mom. a ton of pictures and you know Welcome my mom back. Love, to this love show. Yeah, we curse too much up here she don't listen to this show <laughs> but we, just miss, we, we kind of nasty up here she don't listen to this show but um so I don't want to talk about, you know, Indy, I'm sorry. Um, he said, she said, we did not go live on Saturday. Um, I have, like, a ton of news that I want to mention, but I think we'll extend this Saturday's episode so that we can talk about that because I don't want to keep y'all out in the cold. But I do want to say congratulations yeah. to Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Um, they were pregnant through a surrogate, and the baby was born, a little girl. She was born on yesterday. Both of them? So congratulations Both of them to them. Pregnant. Both of them you know pregnant? what? <laughs> I'm just saying. You said they was pregnant. I'm like, I don't put nothing past nobody these days. Yes, okay, so you yes, just mean Gabrielle was pregnant. pregnant. I got you. They were pregnant okay. through their surrogate. Okay. Yes, they were expecting yeah. through their surrogate. That's not better? Okay. All right, so congratulations yeah, to, them, to them on the birth of their little girl. Congrats, man. Congrats. Real talk. Yeah. You about ready for what another one, ain't you? A girl. <laughs> You wasn't ready for another one? You heard the silence, didn't you? Uh, I right. Let me hit you with some hit you with some gong or something over here, some sound effects maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No no time soon. I asked you if you was ready to come to Texas. We had some things to do. Well, you don't want me to go there, right? Okay. So we're not going to go there. I'm coming to check to see the Cowboys play. That's about it. I don't know what else you're trying to get me to do in Texas. Right, but, say, say. You know. That's right right down the street. I'm right here. Like, I can see the bright lights and everything, like, from the from the studio window. You heard me? That's how close yeah, we are to Texas Stadium. So. I'm telling you business, man. People know where oh, you stay at. So I, still, I still, you know, I still watch some hood rest to be after you. So stop telling your business and letting everybody oh, know okay. where you stay at. I, I, didn't get no, I didn't get no address and then what? I mean, you know, you know how big. AT&T Stadium is, I could be on any side of that round, so they really have a hard time just, well, no, not that hard, I guess. <laughs> Kurt Franklin I mean? is right, Kurt Franklin right, right, right down the street, too. He, had, he just built another studio, well, he just took over a studio and made it a studio right around the corner for me. Kurt Franklin, so shout out to Kurt doing the damn thing. Really? Yes, really, and he has some, man, he has some powerhouses coming in there. They'd be sneaking in and sneaking out, but I sees you, Kurt doing it, Kurt doing it, damn that's what's up. And you know what? You know who else is doing the damn whatever you just said? Fizzle. <laughs> yeah, the damn fizzle. My, my, Who's doing the damn fizzle? Our guest for tonight. Our guest okay. for tonight. Okay, perfect segue. Who's the guest tonight? <laughs> you know I learned from the best. 
I guess for tonight, Royal Diamond. And I'm probably saying that wrong. It's probably like Royale. You know, it's like sophisticated or some shit. But I'm going to just say Royal. He'll correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, correct me if you're wrong. Shut up. Royal Diamond. I <laughs> uh, was born and raised in the Dirty South. The Carolina native Royal Diamond is an over, I'm sorry, an ever-evolving artist with the foundation based on making good quality frequencies to entertain and also educate fans. Royal began writing poems around the age of 10. Soon after, his mother would create a group with him and his older sister where they would record one demo tape. After his sister made the intellectual decision to focus on her studies as a college freshman in VA, around the age of 13, Royal started off on his solo career as an emergent artist, songwriter, and producer. During the many years and different stages of perfecting his craft, Royal came to the realization that great music is great music, no matter what it sounds like. Royal is consistently on a mission to prove that an artist can be versatile and create multiple vibes for their listeners to vibe out to. Unlike many artists or many mainstream artists, instead of, let me, let me start that over again. Unlike many artists pushed mainstream, instead of remaining singular sounding, Royal has developed a sturdy think outside of the box mentality when creating his art. It's safe to assume that Royal is and will grow even more to be a breath of fresh air to music lovers all across the world. Wow. Indie Fire listening audience, fans, followers, Royal Diamonds. Royal Diamonds. Hey, what's up? Legend, that shit is contagious, I'm feeling like whistling, cause I don't get it, no they won't get it, I don't give a fuck. 
fuck about they feelings About yours, maybe just a smidget Remember back road, smoking midgets Stop the car, no accident, but I hit it Hard to believe now I'm that nigga But just pull up, you'll see when you get hit I know your voice when you miss I'm guessing you talk cause you miss it I knew it was just a matter of time I knew it was just a matter of time You can't forget about the better time So you can't forget about me Talking that shit when you on my line We'll pull up and we about to say We about to say I'm a situation, I'm a situation, I'm a situation, now you can't tell me, you gotta show me, I'm a situation, I'm a situation, I'm a situation, now you can't tell me, you gotta show me. Q. Bruh, Thank I you. did it again. Oh. I'm over here. See, normally you this would have been like, take your phone <laughs> off mute, Nakia. Take your phone off you, mute. You did yeah. it again. So, uh, well, I did it again. I'm so sorry. I won't put you out, I'm I'm put you out there like that. I'm over here talking. You put me on the spot like that, for real. That was mixed yeah, hey, uh, Royal Diamond. How you doing tonight? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How you Pleasure doing? Hey, what? <laughs> Look, look, look! I know, I know you said it in, in his intro and everything, um, his short bio. But where, where, where are you from? Columbia, South Carolina, born and raised. South Carolina, South Carolina. South you're Carolina, not the one point yeah, six million. Here. Yeah, you're not the one point six uh, billion dollar man, are you? Uh, no, no. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Anyway, man, that 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 I like that man. That was adult. You know, it put me in the mind of Cassie Times too. It really did, you know, out of uh, out of out of Georgia, out of Atlanta. But that was dope, man. Why why I don't have his why why don't have his music in rotation over on WPIR and stuff? Look, I'm this sad. not just this not just. Do you be giving plugs to yourself? <laughs> Shut up. Oh, okay. I, I get everything to you in time and stuff. This ain't even about you. Oh, don't try time. to take over the show. I see you. You gotta break I him. See you. you gotta break him first. You got to break it first before I can even get in. Okay, I got you. I got you. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I asked you if it was cool to cross promote. That, that's what I was. You didn't you say didn't nothing, so I thought it was cool. Look, you know what? That's right there. That's the reason why we're not together. Right there. That right there. See hey, what you I'm know saying? what? I just want to so, say, I just want to say, oh, at the risk of, of, of being accused of trying to take over some, that was dope, man. And um, I'm going to hit her up to get some of your tracks, mm-hmm. and we're going to have to do this. WPR thing, family. real talk. Salute for real. For sure. That was dope. Big I'm sorry. I appreciate yeah. that, bro. I appreciate that. Really? Really? <laughs> Forgive me, Nikia. Let me get this mic ready for you here. Tonight, here. <laughs> wow, like that? All right, so, we, so enough about him. You know, he thinks I'm interviewing him. Enough about him. Um, 
I want to jump right into this and, and talk about you. You know, I've been following you for not not too long. I don't even know who sent me away now, but thank you to whoever you are. Thank you to your management. Uh, they've been in constant contact, you know, with my assistant. And so um, big up to, to your management and to your team. And I, I see you uh, I probably every weekend you're somewhere performing. Like what do you, what do you prefer? You prefer um, being in the studio recording or on stage performing? Um, really, it depends for me. Cause it's like I always feel like it's it's different modes as an artist. It's like it's that mode where you want to go into the studio and you want to create, 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 and it's like you want to make one song and then you listen to it and then you you feel like you can do better, so you go make a new one. And there's that process for me as an artist, and then it's also that process of I've been creating, creating, creating. Now what can I do to get out here and show the world? And for me, that's that's always been. Uh, best done as I've learned studying the game and the marketplace through consistency so I turn like you said you see me somewhere every week you know what I'm saying and truth, truth be told a lot of artists they, they may not be here to it but if I don't be nowhere I just got footage like that you know what I'm saying like I make sure I make sure that my social media is is on point with content for people to see me doing what I say I am you know what I'm saying as a brand and he most definitely is out there, like, promoting um, everything as well as his management. Um, who would you say influences your style? Um, biggest influence? Oh, that's hard because I take, I take from so many different artists, old and new. Um, if I had to put, like, if I had to put three artists up there from, like, the new age, or just, like, what I grew up off of, being 23, I actually would probably put maybe Drake, um, a, a bit of Cole, and um, definitely a definitely a mix of like a uh, like like Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? I know Cole and Kendrick they kind of synonymous in many ways, but I feel like Cole might be like that um, that more calm and cool. Like I can talk to you, young dude. Kendrick like that. You need to get your shit together. You know what I'm saying? So I take a lot of elements that I that I see from artists that I like about them, you know what I'm saying? But I think about how I feel towards it, really. You know what I'm saying? And I just rock. I rock with real music. So I take from a lot of real artists, like just mm. artists who, who, who really try and say something and really try to put out good content and meaningful content to the masses. Mm. Now, you, you just mentioned, you know, other artists um, and what they do. Um, when you see an artist perform or play, you know, live, what three things are you looking for in that artist? More or less so energy. Energy, um, definitely I'm, I'm looking to feel like how their energy is because that's going to sell me on the record. I've been listening to some records that I might not have liked if the artist wasn't energetic. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the artist wasn't hyping it up to be what they believe it is, which I feel like all your art can be is what you believe it is. You know what I'm saying? And if people connect with it, they connect with it. So, I feel like energy is a big part of your performance. Um, I'm looking at people's energy. I'm listening to um, definitely the quality of the music. 
because a lot of these clubs that you go into, especially as an independent artist or an underground artist, so to speak, a lot of these clubs you go into, the sound system, you might go to one club one week, the sound system banging, all your records sound good. You might go to another club the next week, and they got a whole left side of their mono missing. Or, you know what I'm saying? They, their stereo doesn't work, so it's only one side, basically like the right side of a headphone playing. You know, so that's um that's another thing that I look at. And also I look at um I look at like how, how are they making contact how are they making contact with the audience? Like how are they are they making eye contact? Are they confident? Like me as a performer I try my best to like look people in their eyes when I perform because I, I want it to be like a conversation. I want it to be like an exchange mm-hmm. of information, and I was always taught, you know, if you if you're talking to somebody, just look them in their eyes, you know. So that's Man. that's one thing I pay attention to because I feel like if we're confident about what you're saying, you know, you're gonna be you're gonna be willing to open up that gateway to your soul, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to get too deep into you know my ideologies, but that's that's another major part of performing that I pay attention to from all artists because I learn from artists. Good, bad, in between. I learn from everybody. You, your bio states that you were solo um, at the age of 13. How long have you been recording? Mm-hmm. Um, recording since about 10. 10 years old. My first time in an official studio was 10. So from 10 to about, from 10 to about 14, and then I took a break from music for about two years, and then around 16, I picked it back up. So, yeah, so 10, 10 years old, I've been recording, and my mom actually was very influential in implementing all of that. Like, she took classes. When I said I wanted to do music, and my sister said she wanted to do music, she took classes for engineering, business, and law, entertainment, business, law. Like, she... She took it serious, which made me the person I am That's today. That's what's up. So thanks to my mom. Yeah. Shout out to my Real mom. Yeah. Shout out to moms. Big mm-hmm. up to your mother. Oh. So so since there's such a big age gap, like like 13 until, you know, 23. Ladies, he's already put his age out there. So for you all who are wondering how old he was, 23. So from 10 to 13 maybe until now. I know that you've gone through a lot of things in life. You've experienced a lot of things. You've seen a lot of things. But how has your music in the younger years, you know, changed? Not not just um, the content that you're putting into the music, but how has, you know, how would you describe your music back then versus your music now? Mm, that's, that's a perfect question. Uh, my music back then, because I was so young and, you know, I had, uh, I'm going to say I have my innocence, so to speak, you know, in less words, because I was young, naive about a lot of things. The way I made music kind of really spoke to that. And anybody who can ever find any of my music, like whether it's on MySpace or anywhere, it's on a different name. I ain't going to say what the name is, but if you can find it, you'll know what I'm talking about. I was young, so a lot of stuff was like ways that I really felt, like songs, songs that I made, like they were way more conscious and it was like way more deep and it was like just you you could hear you could hear a whole lot more of emotion. Being that I've gotten older, I've learned to um to channel my emotion a lot better 
And I've also learned that I'm not just an artist, but I'm actually attempting to be a brand. And I want to, you know, Jay-Z has a, a line, like, I can't help the poor if I'm one of them. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's my philosophy. Like, I, I want to make commercial records as well. You know what I'm saying? Not sacrifice my message, not sacrifice my morals in any way, shape, or form, but at the same time, create a, a platform through my company, through my label, that I can bring other artists by first proving myself successful on it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's basically that's basically it. Now, what what is your platform? Like I've had artists on the show where, you know, they are um, they they volunteer with you know the homeless or, um, you know, they they do rallies for domestic violence or, you know, what 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 platform are you standing on? Yeah, well, you know, um, I feel like I feel like hip hop music. It's extremely, extremely powerful. Um, even more so powerful when shaping those minds of youth. And I feel like I feel like the type of music that I um, that I attempt to make. While yeah, I do do party music. Yeah, you know, I can sing like The Weeknd or Drake or whoever you want to put me in the category with or compare me to. You know, I can do that. But um. How I started was like Tupac, keep your head up. You know what I'm saying? Like how I how I started writing this shit. And my whole journey was on some, you know, on some woke shit. And it was as a little nigga. It wasn't as like a grown man. Like it was just as me looking around at the environment I was living in, and you know, putting it down on the paper. And it's just, it, I, it's just something that I've developed over time. So when it comes down to, uh, when it comes down to communicating messages that need to be communicated instead of just messages that um, that sell, you know, because sex sells, crack sells, um, a whole host of other things sells, guns sell, you know, all these things fly off the shelf in any marketplace. But it's like real for, for me to have a voice and for me to build up my platform, my platform being me, you know, another great Jay-Z line, you know, and that's another one of my artists that I've learned from. Another great Jay-Z line is, you know, um, and what did he say? He said, it just just slipped my mind. It'll come back to me, but um, when it comes down to to this platform of myself having a voice and being able to use my voice as a message to, to get across a message or a lesson that may not have if nobody stood up and said it or nobody had the preconceived notion or the epiphany to stand up and actually speak these things out into the world, not only speak them, but make a video and put money behind it and take their time to go out and perform it and promote it as if it was a track that they wanted to play in a booty club. Like, that's really that's really my platform right there. And um, if you if you have one of the songs I sent in, the Greenwood District, I think that one was sent in. Um, that that really pretty much explains, like, it explains because it's it's, it's basically a history lesson. I mean, it, it's a long history lesson about something that we wasn't that that we just was never taught, you know. So it, it's like it's like I'm I'm here to be I'm here to be people's friends. I'm here to laugh with people. I'm here to make people dance. I'm here to do all that shit, but I'm also here 
I feel like I got this gift to teach. You know what I'm saying? Because what whatever words I decide to put down on this paper, I can make them work. You know what I'm saying? So if I decide to put words that mean something, shit is gonna work out. If somebody gonna hear it, the right people who need to hear it. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna hear it and they're gonna take it for what it's worth. And the people who don't understand it, they they just wanna make it. That's really what I mean by my platform. I'm sorry to go off on the um on a rant about it. Oh no, you're good. You you apparently you've never listened to the show, um, when we had those guests <laughs> up here who take the hell over and they forget. I mean, I I I asked Rich, I'd be like, what the hell was the question? Because you know, <laughs> you know, but but yeah. that's you know what that's what we're here for. You know, for the people to be able to yeah. express whatever it is that they're passionate about. And um, so I'm just sitting back, you know, soaking it all in. But what would you say is the biggest misconception that you feel people have about your genre of music? Um, that is, that is ignorant. I feel like, I feel like that is the worst preconceived notion that somebody could make about hip hop is that it's ignorant. Like you, it's like, it's like looking at, um, looking at something like a, like a television show, you know, looking at a television show that may have once been, um, may have once been good, then they get a new director or some shit or a new leading actor playing mm-hmm. the same role or actress or some shit. And it's like, damn, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, the show ain't good no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, ain't, it ain't really the show, you feel me? Like, it's the motherfuckers behind the scenes. Like, it's the it's right. the casting. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's one of the things I hate. Like, and I, I, I don't even tell people, to be honest with you, I go about my days. And I don't really tell people I do music until it comes to that, you know what I'm saying, until the conversation comes about. Because you do get looked at like, oh, look at this, look at this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at this another yeah. nigga out here trying to do music. Like, nah, I've been doing this since 10 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody was standing up saying what they wanted to be. I stood up and said I was a rapper. I was going to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I stuck to it. So I don't have, I, I don't, I don't have any reason to want to tell somebody that I do music unless they come across it while I'm at a show, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm there for. But um yeah, that's that's pretty much how I feel about that. So talk about uh the Greenwood district. You mentioned it briefly. I'm about to go into that right now. But um sure. how did that sort of come about? Okay, so the Greenwood district was um it was it was a song that just it came about in like the craziest way. I sit a lot of places. Sometimes I sit to a desk. Um, sometimes I sit in my studio. Sometimes I sit in the car. Sometimes I'm riding down the street and I write music. You know what I'm saying? It might not be the safest. I don't advise anybody driving and writing music. You know what I'm saying? But this is just sometimes how I get my inspiration. So um, the Greenwood District, I have been. Um, doing writing sessions all day, doing my writing sessions all day, um, went to my, went to go get in my bed from my home studio, and, uh, had my headphones still plugged in, laid down, and then that beat just came on, it just came on with the sample, that don't you say nothing, hold on, I'm coming, that sample hit, and I was like, okay, I was just listening to it, and the, the sample sound like, like, I can't bullshit you. The sample, to me, I equated hearing the shit to, like, God mm, coming down mm. in a chariot or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
that in my mind when I heard it, like it just sounds so beautiful to me that it was like wow. I got up, grabbed my um my cigarettes, <laughs> my lighter, you know what I'm saying? I, I went back out I went I went back out into the lab and was like, you know what I'm saying? Let me let me sit down and see what I can do with this and then the Black Wall Street shit just came about. It was a subject that I had um I had came across on YouTube and it had interest me, it sparked my interest, you know, searching through different videos and Facebook posts. You come across a lot of material, especially if you're following the right avenues, you know, or the the right people in the conscious community. You come across a lot of good information. And it was one of those days I came across some good information. And um long story short, the hearing about the song I mean hearing hearing about the incident of nineteen twenty one, the Toso riots not really riots mm-hmm. or massacres, but I'm going to say riots because that's the legal term for it, the Tulsa riots. Right. And hearing about the 300-plus bodies put in unmarked graves and the zero reparations paid and the zero arrests made on the Caucasian side, you know what I'm saying, of the riots. But the the total decimation of the entire Greenwood District, which was the Black Wall Street, where they had about two movie theaters, they had a whole bunch of businesses, you know, pretty much anything you could think of. Like, if, if you if you walk outside the city, go downtown, all those businesses, look at all those businesses on whatever strip in whatever city you live on, and they're all black faces that own them. You know what I'm saying? Movie theaters, grocery yeah. stores, car lots. Like, that's that's what they had in 1921, you feel me? Jealousy, it, it brewed, you know what I'm saying? The jealousy brewed from it. And, um, you know, I want people to do their own research. I don't want to give too much of it away. But um, that what I what I found from doing my own research, it was it was just like fuck. I gotta tell this shit. I gotta say this shit to somebody, man. And writing the song wasn't hard at all. It actually felt like I had assistance. Like I don't know what anybody believed in. I ain't here to preach to nobody, but you know, it just felt like I had assistance when writing the song because the universe knew my intent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It wasn't to be mm-hmm. a, a flashy nigga talking about gold chains on this beat. It was to really get across the message. And I feel wholeheartedly that I did so. So, the Greenwood District Royal Diamond on all major streaming platforms. Go get it. Go get your lesson. Get that work. But I'm going to give it to you right here, right now, on Indie Fire. That's what's up. That's what's up. Black Wall Street, my black balls gon' make them black ball me. I'm back dog and dog, I'm back off the leash. You can destroy it all, but it's still all came from me. 300 like this far, it's men, women, and children caucus. Causes is unspoken, they never really that talkative. History forgets. But history repeats, now my dick rolling in they white daughters, revenge is sweet. Allegation against my brothers, allegation against me. We used to die over our brothers, now we just pressing red buttons. See the fancy cars and business we had jumping. Not out the band, though, the real estate turned into money. The jealousy turned into hate, the hate turned into bloody. Behind it like the Spartans, men, women, and children caucus. Them babies just went to bed, they didn't care, they came and busting. My nigga wet is the justice, them niggas is doing 25 for nothing. A 25 for a nugget Cause they said that in one night you could make 2500 Cause shelters like clothes, rice and peppers cost money 60 years later you had crack out in the 80s And we know just who the target's trying
and I make sure that they know that and they feel that, you know what I'm saying? Because as young black women, that's something that they have to have on their side off rip. There's right, no question right. about that. They have to master themselves and know they so. Yeah, success comes in cans and failure comes in cans. You're so right. Um, yeah, that, and and so you do have you do have children. Yes, yes, most definitely. Okay. I got three beautiful girls. You got how many? Three beautiful girls. Oh, their ages? The ages five. Oh man, oh you got some you got some minds to be molded, and then you're gonna need some big shotguns too. <laughs> three girls. Yeah, exactly. Well, got I got the shotguns. I just got to mold the minds. <laughs> right, right. And God don't give girls. God don't give girls to everyone. So it's got to be something real special about you. And yes, also I think I can speak for Nakia. You said earlier how you felt like the song kind of um, you were assisted in writing that. We believe in universe and the power of the universe and all those things that go with that. So yeah. I feel you, man. I, I really do feel you. Yeah, and that's a very that's a very powerful song right there. And I'd love to, I appreciate to uh, hear the remix. Yeah, I'd love to hear the remix and maybe add a couple of other people to it, like maybe Kendrick and some J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? They'd probably sure. love to get sure. a good remix on that with you, real talk. Yeah, I'd love to do something like that. Mm-hmm. I got to do a Sunday to them. Come jump on it. I bet they'll jump on it. Thanks. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to get my management on that. And and your management, the key was saying something earlier about, and, and then you again elaborated on the fact that your mom, the things she did, the business side of the uh, of music, this thing we call entertainment, and also the engineering. Is she also part of your management team? Um, yeah, yeah, most definitely. My mom, um, she started the LLC for me back when I was like mm-hmm. fifteen. So mm-hmm. I had a company sitting dormant, you know, just basically whenever I was ready to get my shit together. And it just so happened oh, wow. this past year, I've been doing that. So I'm in my entertainment group. Started my swallow jobbing, you know what I'm saying? It's in full effect. I'm now running the company. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah and she, I'm, she definitely Yeah, is probably going to get into this in a minute. But, what again, once again, would you? what's the name of the management group? Um, Right now, right now my label is Diamond Mind Entertainment Group. We're a full-service mm-hmm. label. I'm the only artist on it officially at this point in time, but um, we are looking to expand 2019 once we get a few oh, things wow. situated that we're working on. Yeah, so we'll be expanding. But um, my management my management is JV Entertainment, mm-hmm. and that's that's um James Garner. Good dude. Shout out James Garner. You know what I'm saying? If you're listening, what's up, James? That's my management, man. He keep me on the go, keep me moving. Keep me on stages and stuff, so yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Nice to have nice people around you, man, to watch your back, huh? Most definitely. You're welcome. You can't ever get You're enough welcome. of those. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Nikia. You're welcome. <laughs> so this is like yeah. the fun. Yeah. This is like just close your mouth, just close your mouth and nod your head. This is like the fun part of the show right here. We always talk about music, music careers you know, what uh, artists are doing to expand their careers. But people also want to know, you know, you're more than just an artist, you know, you're a human also. So this is the fun part yeah. of the show. I'm going to throw out five questions. You answer them as quickly as you can, all right? Okay. You ready? You ready? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Let's get it. Money. Here we go. Money or fame? Uh, money. Uh, lights or Biggie or Tupac? <laughs> uh, Pot. 
sunrise or sunset? Definitely sunset. Cardi B or Nikki? Mm. Cardi B. Last one. Washing dishes or doing laundry? Uh, I hate both are equally, but uh, probably washing dishes because you got to stand. If you ain't got a dishwasher, my nigga, you, you stand it. Laundry, That's right. You can go sit down somewhere, chill. <laughs> you can go cut it on, <laughs> chill. It'll be notify you. Yeah, definitely dishes. Dishes got to go. All right. Brian, tell him what he won. What he win? Uh, what, what, what did he win? Yeah, what did he win? See, well, he's already got a, a record deal. He's got his own label. He's already got a management team. He's got production. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to ask before we get into what you won. Um, you, you do your own music or you use other producers? I use I use other producers. I produce as well, but I, I usually outsource as a writer. I've been focused on my writing, so, yeah, definitely oh, okay. producers. Okay, Nikia, what did he win? You're supposed to tell me what he won. Oh, well, you didn't warn me before. Um, i tell you what you won. You won an, uh, uh, a, a live interview on WPR 98.4 FM, the Godzilla station, with me and uh, Young Fallen Angel uh, on the DJ band. Is, is that cool? <gasps> is that... Oh. Look, so <laughs> last, last week's winner, she won, like, this shrimp plate from some restaurant in, in Mississippi. Now, you got to interview on the studio show. I mean, damn, but I ain't going to get on the show with Tino interviews. Well, wait a minute, what she went? She won, like, the, the super-sized fish. So I'm trying to tell you. She won, like, the super-sized fish plate at some, like, Roscoe's wine and delivery or some shit in Mississippi. That's what she won. But this nigga did on the interview. I ain't even been on the show yet. What the hell? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm he's, not he's impressed. He's impressed me. So I, you don't yeah, want I to impress me. I impressed me. Salute. I thought I impressed yeah, you. Yeah, you, you do. Yeah. You impress me, but but that's different. That's like whatever. Oh. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> you whatever. Did you hear me? I want to go ahead. Yeah. And, Donna, no, I don't talk about it. I want to go ahead and drop this last track on you guys. A mile away was released on the 30th of October, I do believe. Yes, no, uh, you right. want to talk about right. that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. That um, that's my new single. That's like my um, that's like my little baby right now. That's my baby record. You know, I I call it that because I treat it special. Like I'm, I'm in all the DJs' faces with it, all the inboxes, everywhere I can be with that record. I'm trying to be with it. You know what I'm saying? So that song came out of um, came out of a relationship. Probably a lot of relationships I've been in, not that I think about it, but uh, one relationship sparked it, then I just drew energy from uh, different places. And it's, um, it's, it's, it's basically a common sense song. It's, it's very simple, but it, it speaks volumes because it's like, it's like something we all go through. We all go through moments like when we should have seen things coming, you know, more importantly, from a mile away, you know what I'm saying? Like, we should have saw them coming long before we got to that circumstance or was put in that situation because we do have intuition as human beings, and some of us mm-hmm. choose to use it and some of us choose to ignore it, you know. But um, that song came out of me 
for my my um my negligence and going and listening to my my human intuition. You know, so a mile away, any coming, Royal Diamond out now on www.royaldiamond.com. R O Y A L E D I A M O N D dot com. It's my new single. This is my baby. I love it. I've been playing it nonstop since I made it. So. I hope y'all fuck with it and take it in and use it in y'all everyday life and don't forget, man. Don't let nobody fuck over y'all. Run y'all over, man. See that shit coming. A mile away.
Royale. Yes, sir. That shit nice. That shit nice, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That shit that. nice. I mean, I, mean, I, can, I can hear oh, that in, in rotation. I can hear that in rotation on, on major radio stations all over the world. You know sure. what I'm saying? That shit nice. I like that. For sure. For sure. That's what I'm trying to take it too, big dog. Yeah. I, to it's in it the pocket. Back. It's in the pocket. You got one right there. I'm going to tell you. So thank you. Shout thank out. you for real. Shout out that damn radio station one more time. Shout it out one more time. WPIR 98.4 FMD Godzilla Station. Get on my nerves. Ooh. So this is the part of the show that we hate the most because, you know, our shows, especially when our interviews are very good, and this one, you know, was very good. Well, hell, they're all very good. Um, but it's this been an hour already, and time flies when you're having fun. Exactly, exactly. I could do this, this for another hour. Can... You can do it. You'll be here by yourself. Bet you. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and give you the opportunity to get your contact information out. Those who may be listening now, those who may come back and listen on, you know, free to get your iTunes, YouTube. But those, uh, give you contact information out now. Let the people know how they can get in contact with you if they want to, you know, collab, if they want to throw you on a tour, you know, um, have you come and, you know, do some motivation speaking, whatever it is that they want to do with you, uh, music related. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and get your contact information out for us. For sure, for sure. Anybody, um, anybody looking to get in contact with me? Hit my team up. Um, go to www.royaldiamond.com, R-O-Y-A-L-E-D-I-A-M-O-N-D. You can also follow me at Royal Diamond on all social media. And hit my manager up, James Garner, for all bookings, features, and so on and so forth. 803-546-1145. 803-546-1145. And that's James Garner. Hit him up. Tell him you're looking to book Royal Diamond. You're looking to um, do a verse or whatever. I'm saying that we'll make that happen. If anybody looking to work, anybody looking to get it in, just know I'm ready to do it when you are. Just get the line. Let's get it. And I appreciate this. I appreciate this opportunity so, so much, man. This this has been a wonderful conversation. Y'all made me talk about shit that people don't usually bring up in interviews. So I really appreciate y'all content and y'all um, bringing the best out of me so that I could properly communicate my situation to everybody that's listening to y'all situations. I appreciate that. Thank you. Wonderful job, man. For real. Salute. Salute. And thank you, Nakia, too. You did weird. Fine, you got shout out. You got um what you call it? You know Um Yeah, I I just I just I just wanna say, man, um for any business entities out there that are looking to, you know, get a real stand up uh dude on their platform, man, there he is, Royal Diamond, man. I I'm really uh I'm impressed with with, uh, with not only with his music but with his uh, his demeanor and everything coming across. Man, it's like it's a, it's a it's a breath of fresh air to hear a young man doing his thing. He's 23. He got a long, long, you know, longevity in the business, man. So hook him up, get with him. I know I know my people yes, listen. Sir. You know what time it is? Yes, yeah, sir. I hope y'all wrote that number down. Real talk, real talk, real talk. Shout Let's out to Nikia. Shout out to Indy Fire. They doing the damn thing. Um, shout out to Rich. I know he's not here tonight, but shout out to Rich and all that uh, he's doing over there in, with uh, with his platform. Shout out to all of the WPIR fans, Bronze Hybrid One fans, Melvin Music, Les Covenant, SMG, CME. Um, shout out to y'all too, man. Y'all know what it is. 
I want to thank uh, my guest tonight, Royal Diamond, for being here, gracing us with his presence. Um, once well, you want to show your part of the family, so, you know, we'll still continue to promote you on everything that you do. Um, shout out to my guest co-host tonight, Franz, the hybrid one. Thank you so much for always be being ready, being ready, except for that marriage proposal, being ready, you know, uh, to be a stand-up guy. So I definitely appreciate you for being here tonight. Um, shout out to the greatest greatest co-host there is, Rich. Uh, you were sorely missed tonight. Uh, but you better have your ass back on Saturday. I do know that because I'll put you up there like I did Del Sign. I'll do it real quickly. So, <laughs> so uh, shout out Rich, man. I'll catch you next time, bro. Yeah, most definitely. He'll be here. Most definitely. Until Saturday. So, gotta, you got to do this again. Uh, tune in on Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for uh, He Said, She Said with Nakia and Rich. Back on next. Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have uh, some really great artists. Uh, oh, Be Easy, Be Easy. Yeah, from Florida. They'll be here next next Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, as always, I want to leave you with a quote, and this one finds, I think, you know, you'll find much humor in it. This is Lady Gaga. When you make music or write or create, it's really your job to have mind-blowing, irresistible, condomless sex with whatever idea it is you're writing about at the time. Until 7 p.m. on Saturday for He Said, She Said. Have a good night. Have a good night. Bye. Peace.